welcome to Podcast 201, our first podcast for 2019. We are doing our first famous Cuban family tree episode, starting with Mr. Desi Arnaz. This family story is dear to me as I grew up on I Love Lucy, and I still watch it today. Did you know that Desi Arnaz was the first Latino Hispanic superstar in America? The story is also interesting to me because Desi was born two years before my grandmother. So I keep all of these events into perspective by visualizing how my family was living in Cuba at that same time. The Arnaz story is about Santiago de Cuba. It's about Cuban politicians, Bacardi rum, Cuban music, French immigration, and other topics. And in his autobiography, he also writes about the family dynamic of having secret family branches. Well, maybe not secret, but when a mistress was given a house and raised her children separately from the main family, something that also happened in my family. And I don't add this topic to be scandalous, only to keep these dynamics in mind when it comes to doing your DNA test and why there might be variations, things that you didn't expect. When I went to find Desiarnes' family tree online, it wasn't all together in one tree, so I had to do my own research using his autobiography, the title which is a book, and I also researched other online family trees that had bits and pieces of the family here and there. Plus, I researched other family members like the Arnez branch that went to California. If you've ever heard of Ventura Boulevard out in Los Angeles, that is also part of the Arnez family. You can see the Desi Arnez family tree that I worked on online for free at www.digitalcuba.org under Famous Trees and then click on Desi Arnaz. Now this is a work in progress, so it's not finished. Uh, I'll start by saying that Desi had many cousins in Santiago de Cuba, even though he was raised as an only child. How many cousins do you ask? Well, Desi's father had six siblings, and Desi's mother, Dolores de Acha, had 11 siblings. So there were indeed many cousins. The Arnaz family had three farms, one for cattle, one dairy, and one for poultry and pigs. His paternal uncle, Salvador Arnez, had a soap factory, and he would go on to marry an American woman, Willie May Reed, who he met while studying in Georgia. Desi writes in his autobiography that Willie May was the first American woman that he ever met. Salvador and his wife were later exiled to Miami with their daughter, Ampi, which I would think would be short for Amparo, also the name of one of Desi's aunts. Another paternal aunt, Maria Peppa, married a German, Pedro Wasmer. They had five children. Let's start with Desi's father, Desiderio Arnez Alberni, born in 1896 in Santiago de Cuba. He was Santiago de Cuba's youngest mayor, and this is two years before Cuba would be independent. He was mayor for 10 years until President Machado was overthrown in 1932. In Desi's book, he recounts that his father went to the airport when Machado was fleeing Cuba, and everyone at the airport was in their pajamas and that they had bags of gold. That's a very interesting story. So, And on Ancestry, I found many travel records of Mr. Arnaz traveling back and forth from Cuba to Miami. In 1939, he records Ann Wilson as his contact destination in 1939. He would later marry Ann, and they would have a daughter, Connie Arnaz, a half-sister to Desi Arnaz. Ancestry.com does have index to alien arrivals by airplane at Miami, Florida, from 1930 to 1942, and this index is alphabetical for that 12-year period. So 
So not reading too much into it, but Desi's parents would not have been together during Desi's early career. Dolores de Acha is listed on the 1940 census with her son in New York City. Desi's father listed his occupation in a variety of ways when he was traveling between Cuba and the United States. He was a merchant, a merchant of roof tiles, an apothecary, and in the cigar business. So this is something to keep in mind when doing your Cuban research. Mr. Arnez, Desi's father, would marry Ann Wilson on November 15, 1941, about a month after his son, Desi Arnez, married Lucille Ball on November 30, 1940. Now, Desi's maternal grandfather, Alberto de Acha, he is the Bacardi rum connection. He provided the mule for the first Bacardi rum deliveries back in the 1800s. It also seems that he was the salesman. He did the sales and delivery. So he was super busy. He was also one of the original five stockholders when Bacardi formed as a corporation. I certainly wish I had some of those original Bacardi stocks. And Desi's paternal grandfather was just as adventurous. He was assigned as a rough rider during Cuba's independence. And then there's Desi's paternal great-grandfather, Don Manuel Arnez II, who was mayor of Santiago de Cuba during the earthquake of 1869. He was a doctor and is remembered for his dedication to the victims of the earthquake. We will do a podcast on earthquakes and other natural catastrophes in Cuba and how it affected our Cuban families over the decades and centuries. Now back to Desi's story. When his father was in prison for six months, he and his mother went to Florida. Desi studied at St. Anthony's in Miami, and as I mentioned, I found him in the 1940 census living in Manhattan with his mother. This would have been about the time he filmed the movie Too Many Girls, where he met and fell in love with Lucille Ball, probably the most famous redhead in the world. Their show, I Love Lucy, would run from 1951 to 1957. I Love Lucy became the most watched show in the United States in four of its six seasons. So Desi had a very successful Hollywood career. He was the first to introduce multiple cameras during filming, the first to have a live audience during the taping, and this caused a lot of traffic and parking problems in Hollywood, so much that he eventually bought all the houses on the street next to the studio so that he would have enough parking for the live audience. Desi Arnaz and Lucille Ball formed Desi Lu Studios, and the studio would also go on to produce other famous shows like Star Trek and The Untouchables, Mission Impossible, if you Google Desi Arnaz and The Untouchables, you'll read about a lot of behind-the-scenes drama involved uh, making that show. In his early days, Desi also had formed orchestras, and an early one included a famous Cuban musician, René Touzet. We will circle back to René Touzet in a future Cuban Musicians podcast. So Desi and Lucy had two children. Lucy Desiree Arnez, born in July 1951, and Desi Arnez Jr., born in 1953. Now, he's called Desi Arnez Jr., but he's really Desi Alberto Arnez IV. As everyone knows, Desi and Lucy's marriage did not last. They divorced in 1960 after 20 years of marriage. Both Desi and Lucy would go on to marry other people, but they would still remain friends. They would even visit their grandson Simon together in, in the 1980s. Arnez, Desi Arnez was diagnosed with lung cancer in 1986. 
He died several months later on December 2nd of, of 1986 at the age of 69. Two days earlier, on what would have been his and Lucille's 46th wedding anniversary, November 30th, she telephoned him. They shared a few words, mostly I love yous. She said, all right, honey, I'll talk to you later. She was, in fact, the last person to ever speak with Desi Arnaz. His death came just five days before Lucille Ball received the Kennedy Center Honors Award in Washington, D.C. Desi's second wife, Edith Mac Hirsch, passed away the year prior in 1985. Desi was outlived by his mother, Dolores de Acha, who died in 1988 at the age of 92. On a personal note, I am related to Lucille Ball on my mother's side. And being half Cuban, you would think I might be related to Desi Arnaz. It's a very interesting connection. So I hope you learned something new about Desi Arnaz, the first Cuban to take America by storm. His family history certainly is interesting, tying him to mayors of Santiago de Cuba. It was also interesting to research how inventive he was in the entertainment business. I enjoy all the Cuba references on I Love Lucy. And whenever I travel, I try to eat at as many Cuban-American restaurants as possible. And I found Desi and Lucy memorabilia at the Ball and Chain in Little Havana, as well as all the way up in New Jersey at the Havana Central Restaurant. There's also a museum for I Love Lucy in Jamestown, New York, if you're ever in that area. If you come across his autobiography, a book, you can certainly read about life in Santiago de Cuba in the early 1900s. The used book is over $80 on Amazon, so I had to access the book at the Library of Congress in Washington, D.C. That's it for this podcast. Thank you for listening and for your continued support of the Cuban Genealogy Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Tosco-Bello.